Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation and Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is David Goggins talking about accountability. We all know discipline is key to success. We have to give the same effort day in and day out and really commit to whatever we're doing. But when you have discipline, you also need accountability. You need to hold yourself accountable for your actions, your mistakes, and your triumphs. Holding yourself accountable for your successes is called happiness, and holding yourself accountable for your failures is called growth. Either way you look at it, if you're going to be successful, you need to be disciplined and you need to hold yourself accountable. Because after all, if you can't hold yourself accountable, you'll never be disciplined. You need to be able to punish yourself when you don't hold yourself to what you said you would do. And you need to reward yourself when you achieve the goal you set out to. And lastly, I just want to give a warning. David Goggins uses some colorful language in this clip, but don't let it take away from his true meaning. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Talk to me about the accountability mirror. So the accountability mirror is something that I kind of came up with in high school. Like I said, I started shaving my head when I was 16. Mm. And I got caught up in trying to impress so many people because no one liked me. So I developed so many different identities. Let me sag my pants. You know, let me, okay, let me pull my pants up. Let me, let me talk this way or act this way or be this way or, or whatever the hell it may be. God, dog, so many different things I did to try to fit in with so many different groups that when you look in the mirror, that's the one person you can't lie to. So every morning I would shave my head thinking, God, I would reflect back on some of the lies I may have told somebody or some of the ways I acted that I didn't feel comfortable doing. And I did it to impress other normal people. The key word there is normal, everyday people. I was trying to make other people like me. How pathetic is that? So I, th- this mirror would always tell me, my, my, my reflection would say, God, you are a pathetic man. How does that feel every day to be this way? So I would just start having myself accountable. How, how did I attack today? How did I attack yesterday? And if I didn't do something I was proud of, I'd write down a sticky note. And I would fix it. So then my senior year in high school, it was a totally different David Goggins. Can you give an example of something that you wrote down and fixed? All right. There was a lunch table. That I, you know, I wanted to sit at the cool guy lunch table, man. I wanted, you know, even though everybody was calling me a nigger all the time, I wanted to, to try to act like somebody I wasn't so I could fit in. And I sold my soul to the devil. You know, trying to act like, no, I'm, I'm David fucking Goggins. That's who I am. And so I wrote down on a piece of paper, fuck the table, sit by your fucking self. And that's what I did. And guess what happened? My table became a table people started sitting at. Because a whole bunch of people in that lunchroom felt exactly like I did. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had a laundry list of things that I just, I, I, I write down in this fix. So I write it down and fix it. Were there things that you looked to for um, role models, people that you were like taking ideas from, like why pull your pants up? If that's the popular style, like what was giving, either you were the single most insightful person I've ever met, which by the way is entirely possible having listened to enough of your material, or like you had a treasure trove of people that gave you great ideas. Even if they were like fictional or movie or, you know, athletes or whatever, but... It was funny, man. One, one movie I watched all the time was Rocky. Great choice. Rocky won. 
And I related to Rocky a lot because of uh, kind of, you know, one of the smart guys, just tried real hard. And the one scene that I related a lot of my life to, still to this day, was Rocky won round 14. And this is where I got taken souls from. If you look at round 14 of Rocky one, Apollo is beating the shit out of Rocky. Rocky falls down in his corner. Mickey's saying, stay down, stay down. Rocky didn't hear a fucking soul. Apollo, after he knocked him down, turns around, hands in the air, like I finally knocked down this animal. Right. Apollo doesn't know it, but Rocky's getting up. Apollo turns around the second Rocky gets up. And Apollo looks at Rocky, and he, Apollo looks at him with a look of like Rocky just took his soul. He, he, Apollo shakes his head, and Rocky has his gloves and emotions towards Apollo. Come on, motherfucker, I'm still here. And this song comes on that I played. So when I brought the Ginsburg the, um, Rolls records, it took me 17 hours to do 4,030 pull-ups. I listened to one song <laughs> for 17 hours. Two minutes and 17 seconds. Dun, 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 dun. I listened to that song for 17 hours wow. nonstop on, on repeat. So the image in my mind of a man was not one that had earrings, sagged his pants. I, I, I had this image in my head, and I was going to fulfill that. And I, I didn't do any trends. I stopped trending. I stopped being this guy who whatever was new, fuck it, that's not what I believe in. I'm doing this. This is what I want to be. This is what I'm going to be. So, It's incredible. Um, how do you experience beauty and joy in your life? What situations do you put yourself in? What makes you laugh? What, uh, what's the fun stuff for you? It's funny you say that. Um, I, I just retired from the military in November 2015. And... I was going and going and going and going. And I never really, I was a, a happy guy, but I'm never in the moment of like sitting back and I want to travel here to have fun or do this or that. Mm. I've never been that person. But the first time I really got a chance to experience true happiness and true peace was I was like, so what I did to myself to become who I am today, it takes a great toll on your body. So I believe God gave me time to rest, and he took me out of commission. Not even the mind of Goggins could get me back up. So I had about a good six, seven months where I was out. And when I was out, I had time to reflect on all I'd accomplished. Mm. And that was the first time in my life where I sat back and said, wow. Because only I, I may be telling you some of the story, I know the exact truth of how brutal my life was and how I shouldn't be on this show today and how the mind and how beautiful it is. So what brings me joy and happiness is knowing how beautiful the mind is. And I'm one of the few people that didn't read about it, didn't experience it through some, some drug. I got to experience the beauty of true fucking willpower, true Fuck you. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fucking fail. I'm going to fucking fail. I'm going to fucking fail. And I will succeed. Just me talking about that gives me a feeling 
I know what I did. And I don't need to travel somewhere or to have this or have that. I have it all here in my mind. The beauty is remembering this young, dumb, what people call nigger is now where I'm at today. And that is when you finally get to that point for me, it's forever lasting peace. I, do need, I, I could die right now on this show and I'll be happy, man. So that's, that's my happiness is, is, is my reflection on the suffering of my journey, knowing I never quit, nor was I guided by anybody on this earth. I was guided by something much more powerful, and I listened, mm. and I chose the path of most resistance. Talent not required. I love that. You've said that you lived the life of a monk. Mm-hmm. What, is, what does that mean? What does that look like? Why do you do that? Um, so I stretch out every day for at least two hours. I don't drink. I don't go out. My regimen is I wake up, have oatmeal, run, come back, hit the weights, um, I'm a big sports guy. I don't leave the house if at all but to do stuff like this. And I stress out at nighttime. I find people that I trust, which is a very small group of people, people who are honest and true to me, people who will die for me, and I'll die for them, which is a fucking small. Sure. And everybody else, man, you know, do you. And I stay to myself. And I let you do you. I don't judge people. I don't criticize you. You want to be a douchebag and be an ass and not love this country? <laughs> do everyone do? I don't care, man. I fought for this country for you to do you. And I am all about you doing you because I'm going to fucking do me. And I'm going to do me until I'm fucking dead. And I believe I, I earned the right. A lot of people haven't earned the right. It's because you live in this country. I mean, you earned the right. You got you to gotta live a little bit. Live. And then have something to say or shut the fuck up, you know. So if you had, this may be impossible to answer, but if you had um, that same kid from earlier, he wants to take that first step, you want him to go experience some life, what one specific thing would you tell him to go do? I'd first ask the kid, who are you? At the core of your soul. And if he can, can't answer that question, our conversation's over. Because I can't say shit to him. 